We're live. What? What is this? Shut the front door. The technology. Like I can still see you guys. The technology exists. Mike's not wearing a shirt again. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. Uh, he never wears know. a shirt. He's a, I'm, I'm going to start coming shirtless. Please do. Yeah, no, because then you guys will be like shooting at me. That's not true at all. Not no. true at all. All right. You're all right, you're, you're a beautiful man. It's, you I know are we're getting distracted because Mike's shirtless, but we probably should do that intro thing, Mike, or you should. I don't know unless you have a mouse in your pocket. <laughs> you got the well, jams, mother. Oh, I've sorry. heard that before. <laughs> no, it's not a mouse. It's more like a mole. Sorry, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mm. here we go. The train wreck begins early. <laughs> Who needs a train wreck? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to Maybe, I've Said Too Much, the drunken monkey of internet radio. <laughs> I was watching ninja videos for those who were wondering. My name is Mike, and I'll be your host as we traverse this interwebs of drunkenness, or monkeys, or whatever people throw at us. I am joined, as always, by my good friends, Izzy Swan, of all things, IzzySwan.com, and Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Woodshop. Gentlemen. Hiya. Gent, tool, men. What's up? Hey, tell me a story. About a lovely lady. I mean. Oh, who was living. <laughs> <laughs> what what story would you like to hear? We can we can talk about a lot of things. I don't know. Do you know any. Uh, Politics, religion. What you want to talk about? Do, you know, do you know any Nietzsche? <laughs> Nietzsche? It, sure. That's it? Yeah. You're, wait, you didn't like the Nietzsche? No, the politics, religion. Nietzsche's fine. Oh, okay. That's fine. Well, Nietzsche gets political. Sure. It's hard hard, hard to be a philosopher without uh, getting political. That's probably true. I don't know. I'm I not don't smart think enough. that's necessarily true at all. Well, See, the mm, problem is, I used I to like... we're going to have to agree to disagree on this. All right, fine. Here's my biggest issue is that I, the, when I read Nietzsche, the best time to read Nietzsche is when you are high as balls. Um, and I don't really do that anymore, so, uh, you know. Now when because you you're it, grown you're up. Like, now when you do it, you're just like, hmm, all oh, this is weird. So. Actually, that does, do you find, like I have friends that are constant uh, partakers in, in the scene and uh, okay. let's, let's just, let's just say that they, they toke uh, a fair bit. Well, okay. So yes. I, and I'm not no. one to spend like, a lot of time with it, but I don't judge those who do. Right. So I don't, I don't have any particular judgments, but I would find that they're very brilliant and wonderful people. And they'd get a shit ton more done if they didn't do that, like, first thing in the morning. Like, like there's some days, like, like you're, you're talking to them or making a call, and you're like, oh, this isn't the day. Let's do this on Tuesday, because Monday isn't working for either of us. Hmm. You know, it's funny, because I don't, again, I mean, it's been a forever, but, uh, you know, when I, was a, when I was a younger gent, um, yeah, I have a problem where my head has all these voices that are constantly talking to themselves, and uh, that's the when I used to do that. If I was, it, it brings out a creative side of me only because it forces me to focus my attention. Um, right. So I actually become incredibly more creative. You know, now that I talk about, it, I should probably start doing it again. But uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd be the I'd be the forty three year old dad busted with it, and end up in jail. You know, I'd be like, oh God, are we still doing this? But um, yeah, that's uh, that that really does kind of it, it sort of focuses like when you drink alcohol, like your mind just becomes this wandering, nonsensical, like follow the laser beam to the cat thing, right? And but 
Um, back when no I was idea a, what you're talking about. Yeah, back when I was a kid, as he takes a drink of his beer. Um, <laughs> yes, he does. Um, but yeah, back when I was a kid, like you know, we used to sit. I used to do car stereos and stuff for a living, and we used to do these big custom installs. And you know, they required a lot of creative energy and a lot of like really kind of you know like, hey, what can we make wood do today? Um, particularly you know like car settings and fiberglass and all that. So you know, every now and again, you you get stuck, and then you just go get high, and you'd be like, oh, I got four hundred ideas now. Let's uh, let's figure out which one I can actually do that doesn't violate the law of physics so but uh but yeah i don't know i don't judge anybody that stuff is uh i know a lot of people that are daily users and they are some of the most productive people i know so that's uh well that's good i i find or at least at least the group that i know could probably use some time off maybe with, with anything i mean um most things are just an extension of your personality so if you're just a lazy like procrastinator and you know, drinking or doing any type of drug is just going to sort of exemplify Exacerbate. that. Yeah, I mean, it's just, oh, it, yes. you know, all of a sudden you become what you're doing. You know what I mean? So, um, sure. you know, that's all. It's it's just, uh, you, you can't hide from who you are. You can work on steps to change it. So. I'm an asshole. You are not an asshole, by the way. I am an asshole. Okay. And I hate the people that have been spreading the rumors. I will be asshole to them the most. Gotcha. That I'm not. I well, mean, I just, I'm just saying. By the way, as long as we're talking about assholes, um, the uh, the fools with tools guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I, fools I, with tools. I, so, I listened to that drivel at the end of their last podcast, and uh, they they were having some like some really deep introspective feminine moments about you mike i can't i can't uh no i've only listened to that uh 142 times since it published which uh you know that but i just wanted to say too uh because i think i'm pretty sure it was alex that was giving me the actual shout out and he drives all you know our, he draw he drew the coolest t-shirt that you can buy right now at maybe i've said too much.com um by the way <laughs> Uh, which we make zero money on, but uh, as long as I'm going down that path, uh, Rebecca DeGroote drew a, a T-shirt uh, that is yeah, also available on our website. That, uh, uh, from my quote, if you don't see a penis in the sky <laughs> at least once a month, you're not living, or something along those lines. So she made a shirt for that. You can buy that on our website. She's a sponsor of the show. She's not really, but you know how we do. But uh, so yeah, sure, so, sure. so if you guys haven't heard the Fools with Tools podcast, and based on their numbers, I'm sure most of you haven't, but they, um, I would just say, <laughs> I would, <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I can't, I can't give them love without just shitting all over them. I mean, let's be honest. we still are who we are. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say thank you very much to Alex and uh, to Steve. Brett was kind of quiet when they were talking about me, so he and I are going to meet and we're going to we're going to wrestle some stuff out. But um, but they they talked about bare, me in a way. Chested. Yeah, they talked about me in a way that I didn't even recognize myself when they were describing me. So uh, they were they said some incredibly kind things. Um, and I love all lies. It may be. I mean, but they they took the time to to turn them into words. So. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to say um, very much thank you to those guys for um, really just, I mean, that shout out was just very, uh, I don't, I, I don't know what it was, but I, I took it to heart. It was, it was incredible to hear, um, made me feel really fantastic. And uh, that'll be the thing I listen to if I'm having a real shitty day. Um, that'll be my go-to um, just to kind of take that in because uh, it was incredibly sweet and just, um, you know, I, I, 
just just I just want to say thank you to the guys for the kind words. It was uh it was overwhelming. Uh the first time I heard it, I had to play it again just to make sure I heard the whole thing again. So they are and to be fair, they are super nice guys. And Alex oh, has been yeah. helping a lot with the the Maker 2018 shirt. Um, he and I have been doing this thing like all week long where we've been raking people over the coals to get their orders in and get their logos in. And uh, and actually, I, I will mention that we are now closed on that. 2018 shirt is we've got all of our entries, which amounted to, I think, 55 people that are going to be on that shirt. And so in... Uh, you know, in like three months or four months, we're going to start on 2019. So get out of Dodge. Dude. I know. Well, yeah. let me, uh, so I just, uh, the, 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 the two guys I actually interact with, I just actually added Brett online to as a friend. So I'll, I'll start breaking his balls here more, but, uh, Steven and, um, Steve and Alex, we've, we messaged each other from time to time and they just really are fantastic dudes. And I know we spend most of our time on this show kind of shitting on each other, kind of, you know, sort of having fun with us and the reclaimed audio guys and all that. But, um, I have often said that they really are fantastic people and, um, my life is better because it has intersected with theirs. So, um, I just, you know, thanks a bunch. Yeah. Thanks a bunch guys for being cool. And, and, um, you know, just doing what you do. You guys are really strong members of this community. Um, you really get what what this life we're kind of sharing together is. And, and uh, you know, your podcast, even though it's almost impossible to listen to, is, uh, you know, I, I appreciate that you guys do it and put your it, they out put out They put out one of the most... Uh, wonderful mediocre podcasts i have ever had the yeah, courtesy to ignore it's it's, it's a perfect five <laughs> perfect perfect five so out of 20 but uh but yeah so that's all but uh especially and and the reclaimed audio guys they're uh you know they i mean bill and whoever else is on that show they're they do a fantastic job too so but anyway, and right. along those lines, uh, where Joel was saying he's an asshole, let me just take a second to uh, dispel those rumors. Joel, oh god, no, 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 Joel, stop. I'll mute you. I, I don't, I don't even need you for this podcast. I can delete your audio entirely. Ah. It's the beauty of editing. But uh, Joel is one of my favorite people in the whole world. Um, he would give you the shirt off his back, and even if you didn't want it, uh, and just him and his family, uh, incredibly gracious, very kind, very loving, very sweet, very thoughtful. Um, you know, this is this is one of those things where you know we started doing this podcast, and and I kind of got involved in this community, and we've had this really weird—I hate to call it a journey—but I guess that's probably the word that people result, you know, will kind of relate to the most, but. Like just being a part of this group and then saying yes to things like coming to Georgia and meeting you guys has really created an opportunity where, you know, I've been able to meet some really amazing people, um, really giving me some, some, you know, just a kind of a different outlook on life. Like, Hey, if people can be as good as Joel and his family are, then there's no reason for me to be shitty ever because, um, and that, that's really been the case. So, uh, you know, you can call yourself an asshole if you want, but um, I, I refuse to stand by and let you speak lies into the microphone on my show. God damn it. So, well, I, that's, I appreciate you a taking ownership of the show because that means when we get sued, they'll come after you first. Well, I but just second that of all, for this, for, just so I could, just so no, I could no, no, not we have, have you push recorded. Back. We, we have, we just have, so a I could have you not now. push back on it. So the, um, but, but no, I appreciate the, the very kind words and obviously the community means a lot to me, but I don't. <laughs> 
I just, I do what I do. And, and if that's a thing that people enjoy, great. It's, I've always, uh, and, and I've always had this with any of my friendships. It's you take me as I am asshole or nice guy, whatever day that happens to be. <laughs> so it's, it's in it's it's on my terms. My friendship is on my terms. So a lot of people think I'm nice and a lot of people think I'm an asshole. So I'm fine with either one of those. Well, the people who think you're an asshole are just wrong and I'll fight all of them. So you, you should, know, if you and have you questions, should. come visit. But, uh, Hey, speaking of visiting and yes, wait, whoa, 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 hold on a second. Good segue. Izzy, what's happening? Uh, oh, on Saturday, you mean? Yeah. Oh, we um, haven't even gotten to the part where I kiss Izzy's ass, but go ahead, Izzy. Well, no, you oh, can no, go. We, don't really, we really don't need to go there, <clears throat> Mike. One one ass kissing a, a show is enough, and you've done no two kidding. Already, so hey, you can well, shut up forever. By the way, I'll get to. Uh, I'll do what I want because I can mute you too. Drills with pools. Got some love. No, Joel's got some love. We're good for this show. Uh, I don't. I prefer you know physical contact. We can do that later. I'll see you in two hours. <laughs> um, and no, I'm shirtless. Just, right, right. Um, <laughs> I can just see it now. Um, officer, I was not. Let me tell you why I'm not wearing a shirt. Um, <laughs> it's none of your business why I'm not wearing a shirt. It's not against the law. Um, <laughs> so write your ticket and talk to my lawyer, and I'm on my way to hug a shirt, a, a sleeveless man. A big hairy a sleeveless guy. man. Uh, so Saturday. Uh, the 11th coming up one week from today. Well, I guess I get five days. Podcast goes on on Mondays. So five. Yeah. Tuesday, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're having a maker meetup here in Greenville, South Carolina. We're going to um, chill out at Neo Taco. I'm trying to set it up so we can uh, also tour the, the GAC, the Greenville Creative Arts Center. And then we'll probably take a um, swing by the old shop here and take a look at what's happening and going around over here. Um, so if you can make it, love to have you. Um, you can find that stuff up on the website, um, you know, on some websites, websites on the social media stuff. I'll be posting all the info on, um, my, my Facebook, on my Instagram and all that jazz. So you can find it all there. Um, Saturday, the 11th, 4.30 at Neo Burrito. We'll all be there at 4.30. We might, um, come, some of us might come a little early and do the, the Creative Arts Center if I can work that out. So that's what's happening. It should be fun. And, um. Joel's going to be there. Well, I, I am going to be there, but I'm going to be there a little bit early because I require certain level and um, and uh, amount of spooning, and that's oh. only going to get accomplished yeah. uh, earlier, I think. Cool. And um, mm. for those of you uh, who know Gary, and I know there's not a hand, there may be a handful of you know who he is. He actually was one of the gentlemen uh, from Utah that came up to the build out up in Michigan when we built out the shop in January. What's Gary's He's last gonna, name? I don't know. I'm not saying it over the air. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, had, um, I had a joke about it, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, as long as it's not about a chipmunk, please. <laughs> no, oh, it's not. That's a Gary's a what that that is a sweetheart of a human being, right there. Yeah, yeah. Gary's Gary's a rock star. Yeah, he's he really up, is. Uh, he's going to actually um, try and he he his wife works for an airline, so he can jump on flights, but he's got a. You know, you know how it is when you do that. Sometimes you can get a flight, sometimes you can't. So he's going to try and get a flight tomorrow. Um, so he sh will, by the time this post, will very likely be here and hopefully stay the week and we'll be hanging out here. And um, So hopefully he can stay until then as well. So, Would you rather um, jump on stewardesses? I don't no, think they like to be called stewardesses anymore. Is that not a thing I anymore? Would, 
I, th- I think it's flight, flight attendant. Yeah, yeah, so no, I don't, because I, if I did that, I would break them. There's some fine-looking gentlemen these days. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I just, need, I just need somebody to tell me I'm cute for five minutes. And, of so, course, by yeah. five minutes, I mean three. <laughs> well, you lost, like, 40 zillion pounds, so you're getting there. Jesus, I didn't realize I was that big to begin with. <laughs> so... Actually, no, I'd, I mean, like to, I'd like to. I'd like to spend some. This. I want to. Yeah, I want to hear about this. I. I, I want to spend some time talking about that for reasons that are somewhat self-aggrandizing, uh, and then uh, maybe not that. Self-aggrandizing, right on, man. Um, right, Come so on, that's a time. that's a big now's, word. Now's a, it is. I mean, that's a that's huge word. You get. I'm putting a mark on the chalkboard for you. One, <laughs> one mark for, one mark for Mikey. Well, um, you're Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you get you get five in one podcast. That's oh, a gold star, buddy. Jesus, my so, grandmother used to call me that. <laughs> um, but uh, bring let's, back let's, the memories. Let's talk about that because I'm I'm also um, kind of doing something now too, and I'm down about eleven pounds in the last week. So, so I uh, so I won't tell you the type of diet or what. Jesus, I'm you guys doing. are making me depressed. Calm down. Mr. I Eric just is- ate four pounds of fried shrimp. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Four pounds. No, not four pounds. I was gonna say you better four hope pounds. you don't have one ply. You're gonna be standing that thing down to an inch tall. Yeah, I might be away from the podcast for a second. You just give me a. You go running away. That's right. I, like I said, I'll just in, I can insert some laughter afterwards. So, all right. So what what Izzy is referencing is, is so April nineteenth. Um, I decided I was gonna make a, some pretty radical changes to health, and I'll, I'll get into the reasons just because I think they matter. Um, but as of this morning, uh, I have lost 46.3 pounds. Um, more importantly, though, so my um, my doctor had told me back in April that I was going to have to be on a bunch of medications and some other things, and then um, just a whole host of bad stuff. Like, you know, you go have that doctor's visit where he goes, and the thing is, my doctor's a young guy. I've been going to the same guy forever. So um, when I go to see him, he kind of talks very frankly with me. And I'll tell you a story that's a little bit funny. Um, so we're sitting there, and, and uh, he's like, you know, hey, he does blood work. He does all this stuff, te- checks my blood pressure. And he says, you know, he says, um, I, just uh, just to let you know, he said, you know, we're going to have to have you on you know, probably two or three medications when you leave here. And I was like, hmm, not like, no. And he's like, he's like, well, this isn't really kind of an option. Like this is, you have to be on these. This is, you know, you're, you're getting into your mid forties now and you know, you're, you, you're having some problems and they've been blah, blah, blah. So, uh, I tell him, I say, look, I'm not, I, I, I'm not ready to be on medications for the rest of my life. And he goes, you're fucking fat, Mike. (laughs) I was like... Jesus Christ. Isn't this a wellness visit? Because that doesn't make me feel good at all. <laughs> so, and, and listen, anybody that saw me at the uh, Maker Meetup, there's there's no, you know, I saw some videos and pictures from that, and there's no there, there's no way to argue that fact. So, so um, a good friend of mine whose father uh, has, you know, a good guy, he's been, you know, his, his whole life provider for the family and all this. Well, he's in his He's like 51, 52 years old. He's bound to a wheelchair, all kinds of health problems, diabetes, heart troubles. He's on a thousand medications. They got to dress him in the morning. Like as much respect as this guy has garnered his entire life, he's become a burden basically to everybody around him. Um, you know, he, he needs to be taken care of like a baby. And that along with the information I got from, this all kind of happened at the same time. So that along with the information I got from the doctor, 
Like it's one thing I don't want to do is I, you know, I want to be, it's not necessarily, you know, I'm not really worried so much about legacy and, and who I am, but I don't want to be a pain in my kid's ass 10 years from now. Right. Like I don't want them putting my clothes no, on and wiping no, you my want ass. to be a pain in their ass now. Yeah. So, so I decided to make some pretty radical changes. And, um, so since April 19th, I've lost 46 ish pounds, 47 pounds, just shy of, um, I am going to keep going until I lose probably another 50, um, which is the goal. But my blood pressure was somewhere North of 140, which is pretty, you know, it's not dangerous, but you know, it's not, it was not a good trend. Uh, I check my blood pressure every day. Uh, my blood pressure this morning was like 114 over 72 or something like that, which is right in the perfect range. And, you know, things for me have just gotten increasingly better. And, you know, uh, I, I often invite people to kind of look into things like this. Not, you know, you don't have to do what I do because the thing I'm working on right now is pretty extreme. Um, but you know, I mean, you know, life, you hear the cliche all the time, life is a journey, right? Um, it's really hard to enjoy your life if you can't live it. And so I'm trying to give myself a little bit better quality of life where I can, you know, change some eating habits, do some things different. I haven't exercised even a little bit since April. Uh, so it's basically just been all diet. I'll start exercising once I hit my target weight, which is what they call that. Uh, and then, um, but I mean, as of right now, I feel fantastic. I sleep better at night. I don't have any more joint pain. I don't have any troubles getting out of bed in the morning. Um, I have way more oh. energy. I'm able to play with my kids more frequently. Like all How the are things. You doing this? I mean, what's, what's the, how are you doing this? I mean, what's the method? Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like I, I'm happy to get into what I'm currently doing, but I don't recommend this to anybody. Okay. I am not a dietitian. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not anything. I, this is all supervised. So, I mean, it's all being, you know, this isn't something I'm just kind of making up, but, um, I mean, essentially what I've done is just eliminated any type of sugar, flour, processed food. I mean, essentially all I eat for the most part is meat. Um, I drink water. I've gotten rid of everything that is, um, uh, no artificial sweeteners, no anything. So I don't drink any diet Cokes. I don't have any aspartame. I don't have put any, uh, creamer in my sugar, nothing. So I eat basically meat, salt, water, um, you know, chicken, that type of stuff is essentially, you know, all I've done. And the funny part is, is in the time I've been doing this, all of the cravings and all of the nonsense, like I don't have... I don't crave sweets. I don't crave, you know, any of the creamers. I don't have any, um, you know, debilitating cravings. Like I just, the only thing that ever, every now and again gets to me is pizza is the thing that I fall on my face over. Um, <laughs> it, pizza, if I could uninvent pizza, I'd be skinny the rest of my life. But, uh, so anytime I get to the point where I'm just like, I have this just overwhelming craving, craving to eat pizza, I go out and I get a little bit of pepperoni and I just eat the pepperoni. Um, and that basically satiates that entirely. So, but, but I mean, this is that's a pretty neat trick, actually. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, like, like it still falls within your normal diet, but, but then you you just kind of nip it in the bud. Well, and, and that's the thing is, I mean, since I've been doing this, is I don't my appetite has dropped about fifty percent, maybe a little bit more. So I used to be hungry in the morning, hungry in the afternoon, hungry at night. Um, now I eat one meal mid afternoon, and I usually need a snack sometime at night, but. I mean, I basically, for lunch today, I sent these guys a picture of it. I had four steaks. Um, you know, I mean, that's a that's a lot of meat, but that's pretty much all I'll eat all day. Um, 
you know, and I, and I feel fantastic and, you know, all my cholesterol levels and everything are in real good shape now and blood pressure's way down. And, um, and life is just, I mean, my, my, uh, my life ability, which is what I've been calling this. I, I, I don't know if I made that up or what, but, um, it's just, I like it. it's just improved. Like I was sitting on the trap. I was outside before we did this today for probably an hour on the trampoline with my kids, um, which is something I wouldn't have been able to do, you know, back in March or beginning of April. And, you know, that, that's a gift, like being able to spend that time with my family and, and, you know, being active with them and, you know, not having to force myself to want to go out there and enjoy time with them. Um, you know, that there's, there's, there's just not a value you can put on that. And pizza doesn't taste better than that feels. And, and that's really kind of the thing. Um, you know, I've treated myself to enough good foods over the years. And at this point, like I, I don't starve. I enjoy when I eat, but you know, I, I don't eat to enjoy. Um, so it's just, uh, you know, I, I've, I've kind of changed that. I'm hoping it'll stick long-term. Um, it seems to be, you know, so far, uh, it's been really good for me, but, um, but I'm really excited about where I am and where I'm going. And, you know, people keep asking me, I want to get to the point where people come up to me and be like, dude, you got AIDS. And I'll be like, yeah, the good ones, you know? <laughs> so, um, so that's basically, uh, the, not the, not very short version of what's been happening. So, but, but I mean, if, if I can inspire somebody else to try it and just kind of get themselves in better shape, I mean, it it feels good to feel good. It really does. And, and what you bring into your body, you know, what, what you, what you bring in, what you put in is what you get out. I mean, that's true for, I mean, practically everything. And, uh, you know, the, what you eat fuels you to be able to live your life. And, and, you know, you, you got to get to the part where you're responsible with that at some point. So. Right on. I think you're awesome. That's awesome. yeah it's a i'll tell you what i i was you know and there was a time it like tony's slip and slide party where i thought you know i think i'm not going to go down the slip and slide i actually i stopped myself i was changing and i thought you know being the breadwinner and everything and being the size i am i'm going to test the physics in some (laughs) horrible ways Mm -hmm. of of this slide and i don't think i want to be the guy that flies directly into the wood pile so i actually stopped myself and i said you know what i'll just watch everybody i'll enjoy that for what it is had i been you know 100 pounds lighter it wouldn't have i would have just jumped right up there and done the normal thing but i i understand what you're saying about your life how how the little things like that can change the decisions that you have to make around it like i test every chair i'm about to sit in that i is in a known quantity i'm not even lying i go I look at the seat, I kind of give it a quick test because I have collapsed flimsier chairs and, and it's, uh, it's six foot four, you know, 350 pounds is a lot to put on any type of furniture. Mm-hmm. So, well, here's, and, and the thing is, is it weighs on you mentally in a way that you don't really understand. Like there was a time and I've told that this is actually really heartbreaking. It's kind of hard for me to say. Um, but there was a time when, you know, I would, I would actually walk when we'd be walking through parking lots, I would kind of strategically choose the way I would walk between cars because I had this feeling in my head, like I'm not going to fit between these two vehicles. Now I was never to the point that I was that size, but you know, but I, but that mentality, 
And it's like, that is a, that is a waste of energy, you know? And it's just a, um, it's really hard. And listen, I've, I've been overweight almost my entire life. So I know what it's like to grapple with that. And it is not easy to undo that. Um, but the longer you wait to do it, the harder it becomes to undo it. And that is, um, you know, it's, it's, and, and again, I mean, just the way I feel right now, you know, I mean, because here's the thing, losing 40 pounds or 50 pounds is not a big deal because gaining 50 pounds is not that hard, right? <laughs> so it's like, you know, and, and it's funny because when you lose weight, people are like, holy shit, dude, look at you. Um, you know, but when you're gaining weight, no one comes up to you and goes, holy shit, dude, look at you. You know, so it's like, um, <laughs> you don't get both sides of it, but it, it's the quality of the life you can live really does have an impact. And, and, um, you don't really realize that until you, you kind of think about how tired you get, how, um, I, I mean, the way you eat leads to how much depression you feel. I mean, there's all kinds of things that, um, you know, putting the right fuel in your body can, can kind of, you know, it, it just, it, it changes things for you in ways you can't measure when you're just, when you have sort of this narrow focus. And, and that's one thing just, you know, kind of looking at it and, and selfishly, I mean, you know, a lot of you guys, I mean, I just love all you guys to death and I want you to be around and be as active as you can be for as long as you can be. And, you know, taking care of yourself and, and, and focusing on your health because being fat is just a symptom of being unhealthy. I mean, that's, it's not, you know, being overweight is not, not the problem. It's the problem is that you, you're, you know, you may be unhealthy and you're not always unhealthy when you're overweight, but I mean, it's, that's typically, um, you know, they, 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 they typically correlate with each other. So if you focus some energy on, Hey, I'm going to, I want to get myself healthy. I want to, I want to feel better. I want to, it's amazing that the way your body adapts, like, I just don't, I don't want ice cream. I don't want sugar. I don't miss the creamer, you know, sugar free or otherwise in my coffee. I don't, I don't have all of these things anymore. And, and it's, and, and if you'd have told me back in April that, you know, all of a sudden, like one day I'd wake up and I just wouldn't want these things anymore. Like I'd want to drink water instead of diet Coke or, um, I'd like my coffee black. I mean, you you just adapt. I mean, it doesn't happen overnight, but it does happen. And it's just, you just feel better. I mean, and that, the, that is unquantifiable. I mean, you, you can't, you, you don't realize how bad you feel until you feel better. Um, and, and feeling better becomes a drug. I mean, it's really, it's really kind of a thing. Like when I look at my, cause my wife will still make goddamn brownies and you know, I'll walk in the house <laughs> and there'll be chocolate chip cookies just freshly baked out of the oven. I'm like, sweet, you know, but I mean, it's, I'm not even drawn to that. Cause I know like if I eat that, like the pain in my knees is going to come back. The, you know, the, the arthritis in my hands is going to start back up the, you know, I mean, just I'll start snoring at night again and all that stuff has gone away from me. And, and that is immeasurable at this point. I mean, it's just, what's uh, the, what's the alcoholics, uh, uh, credo. It's not the first drink. It's, it's everyone after. <laughs> well, it's probably the first drink too, but, but anyway, right. I don't mean to preach about that. It's just, this has been kind of an overwhelming experience for me in a really short period of time. So, um, we're proud of you, Mike. And I, and I, and I'm very passionate about it. So, um, for myself and, and again, I don't recommend what I'm doing to anyone. Um, I pay somebody to monitor this and it costs a lot of money. Uh, it's not something that, you know, you should, you know, I, I, I'd say, Hey, do what I do, but 
um, you know, cut back on sugar in your life and, you know, start eating some things that make more sense. You'd be surprised how much better you're, you, you just feel. And that, that feeling translates to a lot of things in your life. You're just not paying attention to right now. So I'm, I'm waiting for your dance routines. Like, uh, like that. Flash mobs. Yeah. Well, no, I, I mean, yes, I've seen you do the, the practice flash mob from a few years ago, but, but the, uh, the video that you posted of in the (laughs) club, that was awesome. By the way, if you guys haven't stopped, YouTube is a wonderful thing. You can watch anything. If you haven't seen the fitness marshal, you need to Google that and go to his page and just watch one of them. I don't care which one, just pick. That guy is the definition of extra. And uh, he might be my favorite thing in the world. So I've started he watching. Is, he is a lot of extra. He is extra everything. So, but anyway. So that's enough about me, even though it's never enough about me. But, uh, <laughs> Izzy, what have you been up to lately? Um, working. All right. Well, moving on. Making, making. <laughs> <clears throat> getting, uh, getting shop set up. I also have a hard time when I'm setting up shops to make content because, you know, like building workbenches and it's been done a million times, you know, and I'm kind of like, do I really want to make a video about another workbench? You know, or, yeah, everybody will watch it. Just, just, just put it up there. I'm doing. It's it's really honestly, the 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 YouTube community will will take all of what you got. Yeah, Yeah. put it up there. It's not them. It's me. (laughs) They will they will take it deep. That's where you're wrong. It's them. I am, uh, and I'm them. By the way, I you know it is what it is. But I've been recording some videos. I actually recorded one last week of um of a storage shelf, and it nothing nothing crazy fancy, nothing wild about it. A couple cool storage ideas. Um, that one's done it's it's i gotta edit that and i'm doing one right now that is kind of fun it's a kind of a portable chop saw station that uniquely stores and um the your surface planer so there's this really kind of unique hinging system that you fold your surface planer and tuck it out of the way that one's kind of cool um you know i was i was just on the um uh the uh i was just recorded a podcast i think it was thursday was it thursday uh yes it was thursday and it was um i want to say the make or break podcast but it's not it um i got so much going on it's hard to keep everything straight in my in wait you you did another podcast i did i I did i'm sorry whoa whoa whoa! you didn't clear that by hr joel he he did another podcast well you know mike to be fair you've also done another podcast i am the other hand too no, 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 no. I, on the other hand, I am unscathed. We did that podcast together, douche. <laughs> there was the three of us on it. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe it was. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah. By the way, that's a jar your memory called, too hard, but you were on it with us. The podcast yeah. is called Make or Break uh, with Brandon, and he's a super nice guy. It was a fun time. Terrible podcast. Um, and uh, we talked. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It, I, you know, so. Um, I'm kidding. Yeah. So I got a project coming up that I'm excited about. I wanted so badly to do a drill powered um, full size forklift this year, but it's just not in the cards. So instead, I'm going to do something a little bit more obtainable. I'm going to do a um, I'm going to do a probably 20, 30 foot tall Ferris wheel that's drill powered for my. Kids. Of course you are. That's, of that's easier. That's, than that's a easier. Forklift. <laughs> it is easier than a forklift, believe it or not. So from an engineering standpoint, it's a little bit easier from you know. For what. Now, when you say kids, you're going to put people on this thing, like not dolls. No, my children. Okay. 
Okay. So no, it's it'll <laughs> you know I'm it'll be perfectly safe. I doubt zero, but I, I just uh, yeah that, that to think that <laughs> I like how you said that in a voice that says I doubt everything. No, so. no, I listen. I've watched as he builds some stuff, and I think that you know if he tells me it's going to be safe for children to be on, I, I imagine it will be. But well, I, I just can't imagine children. a scenario where that is easier to build than a goddamn forklift, right? <laughs> so. Well, the drive system is. I mean, it's just structure. It's just a larger structure, but the. Um, actually from a material cost standpoint it's quite a bit cheaper from the engineering standpoint it's much much easier so okay so yeah so that's going to be a thing um then we're setting up the just about got the small shop the two-car garage out here pretty much wrapped up we're waiting for electricity um for the big shop and as soon as that's done we're gonna hit that hard and then we've got lots of you know back to we're gonna do i've been getting bugged about doing a lot more furniture projects and um I don't know how many people know professionally that's what I've done for 30 years as a furniture designer for the rustic industry. Um, so I'm going to, I guess I'm going to start doing more of that. Um, I had a huge response to the, the Adirondack chair that I just designed. Uh, By so, the way, I started yes. building that this weekend. Um, yeah, yeah, you did. You can cut a two by 12 by eight in four pieces and build an entire friggin' Adirondack chair. Well, you need yeah. some slats for the to sit on, yeah. but you still need the slats. Yep. So, so yeah, but all you got to do is wrestle the pallet away from Tim Sway, and you can or or Ryan. You're not you're not getting the pallet away from those two guys. But yeah, I I went to the funny part is that I go to I went to Home Depot, or do we just say big box stores? I never know how we do because they're not a sponsor. But the the homeless despot. I I go there and I pick up two two by two by twelve by eights. I get a couple of furring strips and I'm walking out and the guy at the front goes, so what are you building? I go, Adirondack chairs. He goes, he kind of looks at the, like, you have two pieces of wood and five furring strips. <laughs> right. <laughs> two, two of the wrong pieces of wood. Like no, nobody no, uses it. I'm building an Adirondack chair. He's like, okay. <laughs> well, that should be great. And I was like, oh, sir, it's going to be fantastic. But, uh, <laughs> By That's the way, awesome. that chair is relatively simple to build, believe it or not. Um, even yeah, though I I'm spent I'm I'm buying these plans and changing them up, and I'm going to throw them on the CNC, and I'm going to laminate some pieces of Baltic together with lap joints. I'm going to oh, do God. the uh, I'm going to do the Andoradic chair that Izzy designed, but I'm going to redesign it to to do a CNC project, and then Izzy, you can repost that if you want. You know, I yeah, should have just sure. asked you for the goddamn CNC files because I end up cutting out the templates by hand, and uh, that was a uh, yeah. long time. Why don't you so, just ask me? I can I can send them to you. <laughs> yeah, but then I wouldn't have been able to sit there and swear at the top of my lungs out my garage and see my neighbors be like, "What has this man lost his mind about?" Because uh, <laughs> I made the why? templates for him now, so now I now they're built. Why but, is that man swearing with a glue stick? <laughs> by the way, I did take your um, I did take your advice. So my I had a I I have a uh, it's probably the best um table saw sled that's ever been invented by the way and i'm not just saying it because i made it but i went I, I i have a router bit that's like uh you know you plunge it in and it does a little you can put like bolts underneath it type of deal so i i did that and i i put some spacers in there that i can clamp down and kind of set up so i can actually take all the pieces that i want to make i put the template in there and kind of lay it all out the way i need it and then i can cut them all at one time but it's interchangeable so like the sled you made um, you know, specific for the pieces that you're making. The one I have, I cut the pieces I need, and then I can change them all up. So, 
I'll probably post a picture of that at some point because the one sled that I have is not only just a regular table saw sled, but can make almost all the pieces to your chair um, pretty quickly. And it, it's, I, I found it to be very adorable. So um, cool. more to follow. I just got yeah. challenged. I was just challenged by uh, Frank Condone, a, a friend of mine, uh, to build the best table saw sled possible, like the ultimate table saw sled. Oh, I'll just send you pictures of mine. And he went to, uh, he just, what did he do? He went to woodcrafting and bought like, all this T-track and, and stops and everything else. And I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll do it. I'm like, you know, and I'm sitting there thinking, this would be fun. <laughs> so. Hmm. you know i mean for me and anybody that watched my stuff knows the ultimate table saw sled for me is one i can make in 10 minutes with a scrap piece of plywood and a piece of hardwood and that's and then i can screw things to it wherever i feel like it and don't feel bad about it because i can make another one in 10 minutes um so i'm gonna i'm making the um i'm gonna make the ultimate table saw sled that i'll never use <laughs> so you're gonna make the ultimate table saw sled and then make plans available for it, and then never use never it ever use again. It. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, and I understand it. I mean, people like T-Tracks in their sleds, and they like the fancy stops, and it, yeah, I'm just, you know, it, it, it has no appeal to me whatsoever. I can, if it slows me down, if I have to stop and take a screw and just pull this, I'm like, eh, eh, eh. No. The the funny part is the table saw sled that I have is a three quarter inch piece of MDF with a three quarter inch um track along the back of it. And it, it the whole thing sits an inch and a half tall. It takes up about it's probably about twenty four inches across, you know, because I have some wider stock. Um but there's almost no clamp down areas other than the things I just made in it this last week. And it has been absolutely the most wonderful thing in the world because most people make them, they've got these giant like front and back um you know the the everybody puts two by fours across the top and i needed something that i could you know have a really skinny profile and and i don't understand why you need something that sits that tall so most of it so you can raise the blade up three and a quarter inches you know, right and still not and mine only goes half the mine's only on half the side of the the I, you know mine's half half the table so the other half of the table just kind of falls off but remember we talked about the uh the bench i wanted to make mm-hmm the 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 i beam, I yeah. finally came up with an idea for that when I was farting around in my garage that I think is going to be fantastic. So, cool. at some point I'm going to build that and, um, and look at you getting all woodworky. Oh shit, dude! This thing's going to be pretty fantastic too. I, I I'm actually excited about the design of it um, because I've never seen anything like it. And Ron Paul can kiss me on my ball bag, but the uh, I think that the <laughs> I, I think the whole thing is going to be really awesome because it's. It's basically like a um, what are the tables they make with the the like boxes in between them? What do they call those? Uh, ru- the Rubo bench? No, no, not the Rubo boxes. bench. The ones. Do you that mean are, Do you the, mean the the benches that 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 collapse into each other? No, the or like the, the Wood Whisperer tables? made one. They, the assembly benches, and it's basically just like a like a box frame in in the center, and it's got plywood on top of it. So. Oh, cont- a contor- a contortion bench. Contortion bench. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do yoga torsions on top. Torsion. Of it. A torsion, torsion bench. Yeah, I'm gonna do something yeah. like that, but without the top. Wow. Oh. So it's basically, I mean, it's essentially gonna be something like that, but the the torsion itself is gonna be a little bit wider, and then it won't have a top to it. So that way, it's basically a- it it it's a it's the non workbench is essentially what it's gonna be. It's a That's Russian awesome. Russian woodworker. A new. She's 40 years ago who had a similar bench to that, except for the pockets were only like 
three inches by three inches. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, it was all, it was basically a torsion box without the top, but he used to, he used to swear by that bench. Yeah. I think that the, the concept is going to be cool. It's probably going to take me about 50 iterations of it to make it right. But the, um, but I, like I said, I mean, we talked about this before. I, I can't imagine a time when I need an actual bench top because most of the time I want stuff to sit not on the bench top because then it just takes up space. But like most of the things I work on or are at least 12 inches long, you know, so you can put them between two spacers. Um, so, and, so, you, you know, so you just want a grid with a bunch of like not internal even a grid. It's more, it's more I beam. Um, so it's, it's, uh, like I said, I'll, I'll put it together. If I was any good at SketchUp, I'd draw it up real quick, but the, uh, I'm awful at SketchUp. So, um, that's probably yeah, never I coming. A, I know a guy. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> is he sleeveless with a hat on backwards right now? <laughs> he is. He is. And gorgeous in every way. Mm, not yet, but I'm getting there. You are gorgeous. Yeah, you are. So the, uh, so, so. I I am I, I want to say because you guys get to see this but nobody else does. This is my first podcast in my new office, which is called the cabin because it's literally a a cabin. I mean, it's a cabin, but it's from the inside. It looks like a room that's padded. So I might just call it the asylum. It looks like because, a rape room. It's got that. It's got a rapey feel to it. No, no, no. We already have. We already have the tool shed with the uh, with the big like size and uh, and and uh, uh, you know like uh, the the what's what's the damn crescent crescent blade. The I'm gonna let you struggle with this, even though I know the any, answer. Anyway, anyway. So yeah, but, but this uh, has got the, the the vaulted ceilings in it, and it's very it very cathedral like. It's, I'm waiting for a, a priest to walk past you and just splash you with holy water. And the, that that happens on occasion, <laughs> um, but the uh, <laughs> the power compels you. Um, <laughs> so uh, you're ringing the little so, bells in the background. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Incense is burning. The, uh, oh, the no, this is no. this is my I I have. It, it has taken me a month after we got this insulated and everything to figure out what kind of uh like internal uh wall i want to build and i've decided i don't want any internal wall so we're just going with paper currently don't light a damn match in this room it would be bad (laughs) so i don't know that it would be bad it might be fantastic it might be fantastic the only thing bad about it is if the the clock wasn't running right right the uh the the um but yeah so this is this is my new podcasting studio and working area i needed to get out of the house since we moved the shop uh i have been working out of the house which means i've taken over basically the dining room and that's all well and good until you want to eat so yeah you, you you have been known to cook some lunches there sir i have and we have we have two kind of dining rooms areas i guess you could call one a breakfast nook but it's not um and uh and so we haven't been able to actually use the regular dining room for about three months now so this is my this is my home away from home uh starting actually kind of this week so i just built a sitting sitting this this fine desk that i'm using right now is uh another fantastic example of the benefits of a solid core door and uh and i'll tell you oh yeah man i'm I'm, every time we went uh and picked up a uh we went and picked up a a bedroom set for yeah nice uh 
Mike showing us his glass that's empty. I'm not going to tell you how big that glass was, but <laughs> let me tell you, it's it's it would tranquilize a horse. So um, so we picked up a bedroom set, and in their little room where we met the guy to pick up the set, uh, it was a self storage, and they have a crap they find when people leave section. So there's like old lamps and and bed sets and and old broken furniture and stuff like that. There were two giant like conference room doors with beautiful like brass and stainless hardware in them yeah i chopped those up and i'm actually using <laughs> one as a as a desk now but it's you know you can't go wrong it's it's compressed particle with veneer on it and it's you know two inches thick and it's heavy as hell and it makes uh, if, if you can thick. that's right <laughs> sorry and, what were uh, we talking about <laughs> well it's two inches thick and and seven feet long so um nope the uh <laughs> no <laughs> nope the uh yeah you wanna you wanna you wanna never mind um so the i i i, I tried in my mind to clean that up any no it wasn't no a chance nope uh but right now uh, izzy's thinking there's no way i'm promoting this on my website there's just no I, way <laughs> that's right uh but i would i would tell you that it's not so much a reclaimed thing as it is it's just awesome you don't there's nothing i would take two two pieces of like three quarter inch and get close to this for for just a desktop and this is just you just run a straight edge down one side and you do it down the other side or you use it as it is you throw it up on some you know two by four or four by four stilts and some you know some wheels underneath and you have an amazing workbench for years and then you just reskin it as things get dented you throw some hardboard up on top if you have the option to get some fire doors or some solid core doors that are not paneled, that are just the full, like, you know, straight, like the ones you see in institutions, uh, like schools and things like that, by all means, collect all of them. <laughs> They're hmm. fantastic. So, but yeah, that's, uh, that's my digs. We went to Helen today, Helen, Georgia, which is a little town up in just the beginning of, uh, of, uh, of uh the the is it the appalachian what is that what are the mountains that go through through uh sorry South I, I, I refuse to, the the amount of stumbling you're doing today is just uh, sorry it's been amazing. a long day and, the, and and i have to let you fight with it because it's just it's adorable to listen to you do it right it's it's been i've I've driven like 15 hours today what are, what are the mountains that go through uh south carolina north carolina and start in georgia blue ridge blue ridge yeah definitely blue ridge so um so we, we we were up in Helen and we ate some good spatzel and uh, oh, which is because it's a little German town there and uh, everybody floated down the river, uh, which was with the amount of rain. I don't know if you guys have been having the same amount of oh, rain God. that we have, but but it has been amazing. So the river is like you know forty feet tall. It's white rapids. These little kids are like being bashed on rocks. It was a lot of fun. Can't complain <laughs> at all. <laughs> Can't complain at all. Kids so that was smashed against rocks is just so cute. <clears throat> well, if you're going to have entertainment, might as well make it uh, exciting. So, so yeah. So this is uh, this has been been one of those crazy weeks. My brother's in town, uh, and the kids are in town, and uh, I've gotten almost no work done because you know how it is. Family in town, you you tend to go out and do things and and uh, eat a lot of food. Sorry, Mike. Uh, which is oh, hey, I had four steaks for lunch today. That's true, you did. I saw a picture of it. So, but yeah, it's, it's almost it's a job a... to eat that much steak. <laughs> it is almost a job. 
the uh do you guys get uh do people send you links of interesting and and cool things that get kind of viraled out on the web i know that the business of making Constantly. things viral these days every so, dang day. <clears throat> and so most of those are I'm like oh that's an interesting idea but there's sometimes and i i have a little bit of hatred for them because they're like wow this was such a stupid idea that i should have come up with it and so there's one that shows it's about a, i'll give you the dimensions it's about uh, maybe an inch thick by about 30 inches tall and it slides in underneath the countertops and uh, stop me if you've, you've seen this yet and and you pull it out you pull it out on drawer slides <laughs> right i got that sent to me at least right 20 25 times and didn't you think to yourself wow that's just stupid simple and so you pull it out on the door hinges and then you from the inside you take and you because they're connected by a lever uh you just fold down steps so you have an instant staircase that are just flop down flop down uh step stool that fits in a i i don't know i i mean is he am i right on this about a, about like a one inch thick by 30 inch high by uh 28 inch deep maybe it, it 24 like inch it deep a, it looked like the, with the frame and everything it was about two inches wide okay maybe two inches wide so um but yeah so you just pull it out kind of like a drawer like a vertical drawer and uh it's it's one of those things where you go oh wow that's really stupid that i didn't think of that because it was, you know, it's like four cuts on a CNC, you slap it all together with hinges and some drawer slides, and it's boom. And then you've got every short person ever commenting on it that this is the greatest thing that has ever been invented, ever. So, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Definitely a very, you know, interesting thing. Yeah, I get sent things like that all the time. And people are like, hey, have you seen this? And I'm like, probably, but show it to me anyway. So. Yeah, don't ever get don't ever get scared to share. No, 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 definitely not. But it's there's a there's a certain point where where you're like, oh, this is this is really cool, and it's a neat idea, or I don't particularly find the use in it. But you you know you make those opinions as you watch those little viral things because it's an easy way to because people read into a lot of stuff. But in this particular thing, it was such a stupid smart invention that I don't know why it hasn't been on the market four years now like it's just it's just a reasonable thing to have like everybody like um do you remember the time and they don't do them much anymore they used to have pull out drawers that were also like cutting boards or blocks in kitchens oh yeah i remember it, that it, they were it's i think in the 50s they started working on those but basically just above your top drawer mid-century modern yeah probably in the mid-century modern um uh, with the open floor plants um open you you could you could pull your uh you could you could pull out basically what is a breadboard and use it as additional counter space and i don't know why people don't still use those because it's a fantastic thing to have so but anyway that was that was my thoughts on the world of woodworking currently yeah people don't think about things like so i have i actually had somebody reach out to me recently that wants me asked me to build an island for them but they want they want a 50 inch island that is like 50 by 30 ish maybe a little bit longer or a little bit wider that has a butcher block top to it and i'm like 
okay. Like, you want an end grain butcher block top that's 50 by 30? Like, that thing's going to weigh a thousand pounds. And they're like, <laughs> like a thousand pounds. Yeah. Like, well, how do you get the weight down? Uh, easy. You don't have a butcher block island <laughs> because. Yeah, I mean, there's no hardwood that you that, that is lighter. Like, I, so, and they were like, you know, is that something you could build? I'm like, yeah, it's going to cost you a million and a half dollars because I'm going to be gluing that thing up for the next four right. months. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I can glue it in three foot sections basically and then start to glue it all together. And at some point I'm going to blow my back out trying to make, like, it was just like, you know, and they're like, well, you know, what do you think it's going to cost? And I'm like, you should probably reach out to somebody that does this for a living because, like, I do this on the weekends and it's going to take me five weekends because, you know, reasons. And, uh, you know, just so you know, this is going to be probably a bit expensive. Um, just because, you know, there's a, there's actually a really good cheat for that when you're, and, and I know a number of people have said this. I think Jimmy Dress actually said this too, but the, um, both IKEA and, lumber liquidators i think have a butcher block countertop and i want to say it's by the foot it may be dimensional there may Mm -hmm. be certain dimensions they have but i think you can order it kind of by the foot of how long you want it in in those things and then i think they're i think there's just a company that makes this and and they they sell it and is it less than a thousand pounds because that's no i think it's at that size i think there's nothing you can do to make it less than like a thousand pounds Like, I think I think you'd have to carve out the underneath. Well, that's the thing. I'm just starting to think about the physics of the whole thing. I'm like, okay, so even if I make some of it one inch thick, and then just the border three inches or two inches, whatever, I'm like, mm, that's still a thousand pounds. Like, there's just no way to get away from it all. So, well, the problem with so the problem with end grain and Izzy, you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but but the problem with end grain is you have to make those when you're making an end grain like for a countertop you you really need to be in the two inch or better range the things i've ever seen for butcher blocks because you need it when you're using like a cleaver or things like that they're they're six or seven or eight inches deep but they're small they're usually you know they usually figured uh at most 24 by 24 typically like 16 by 16 on on four legs yeah, so you, I have think, a, you have a chopping surface yeah it's important that we clarify uh, butcher block and end grain there's a difference yeah Yeah, butcher block is thick because you need the weight and also because end grain flexes you know it'll it'll curl at a certain point things get moisture Um, different ways they they kind of curl up on you yeah end grain you want to be a end grain um but end grain cutting boards or whatever we could call it butcher block tops because that's what we're going to call it um need to be at least an inch and a half thick uh, just because reasons they're the the nomenclature of the wood that of wood itself is um re- requires it i mean if you're end grain you better seal it really well take care of it maintenance it really well um it's great for cutting boards because it doesn't dull your knives as fast that's what makes it so appealing to people well, and, it cool. and it looks cool and the um, thing i was trying to say is you're not ever going to have to cut anything that's five foot long Right. Not unless, not unless you're, not unless you're breaking down like a yellowfin tuna. Yeah. Like, hey, I bagged, I bagged ten marlin this weekend. Let me. uh... (laughs) No, the 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 thing is, you got to remember too, people that don't aren't aren't custom with woodworking. Um, they hear things like butcher block top and end grain tops and all this stuff thrown out there, and sometimes they don't understand what they're talking about. A butcher block top be something as simple as pine or a maple or um, some really dense really tight grained wood that's just thick you know and they use for cutting up that's a butcher block top and grain top is a 
exactly what it sounds like. The grain is sticking up. The end grain of the board is sticking up. Which, um, by the way, if you do end grain boards, you understand that that material has to be extremely well dried uh, before you assemble it. Before you put and it then lubricated. It has to be very well treated afterwards. In other words, five, six coats of uh, food safe you know, finish. Um, and then you have to maintenance them because they come apart and they, uh, they, they're just a much more high maintenance than a, say a butcher block top. And they also, there's a lot more potential there for, um, for cracking and checking and things. Yeah. Go just, oh, just yeah. leave, oh, leave one on, way, on a puddle yeah. on your, ta- on your countertop and it'll split right in half overnight. And by the way, um, if you need a maple end grain butcher block that's 50 by, but basically five <laughs> foot by three foot, um, it's going to cost you a million and a half dollars because, you know, maple. <laughs> so uh, you're like, you're going to have to get Izzy to get you a, a, a forklift, drill powered yeah. forklift. To uh, lift can, you, can you do the I whole thing for like 1200 Sure. Sure. Yeah. I, it, it, I don't it'll know just cost any... me 1200 to build it. I don't know of any production place that does end grain. I know IKEA does butcher block tops. It's not end grain. I know a right. couple of companies in Michigan that specialize in butcher block tops, but they're not end grain, and they won't do anything less than an inch and three quarter. You can't get it less than an yeah. inch and three quarter. It has no, to be too much that thick, and it's not end grain. I mean, that is just butcher block. I don't know. Of well, any- I'm just going to tell them five grand, and then they're going to go no. I'm going to be like perfect. You can't, you can't, you can't do, and I mean, not as a full counter to like, as you can't just use as a, you would split like, like there's no way you would have to be the most careful person in the world. And I'm not, you could, you could never put down a pan on it that had water underneath because those end grains would swell. It would split. Like you'd audibly hear something that size crack in the middle of the night. You'd think there would be a gunshot going off. Well, you could if you did something with maybe Kumara or Epay or Ironwood or something like yeah, that. That would cost a billion dollars to build that. <laughs> yes, it would be. It would raise this price to a hundred million. Yeah, and you might be able to get hey. away with it with maple. I don't know. I've never never done one. I can't speak. You to remember that five grand I was telling you about? Yeah. Well, I can do it with Epay, but that's going to be about forty thousand dollars because. <laughs> And then the you board want, foot then on that's you, a bit expensive. And then you can't use it as a cutting board because Epay's got some nasty oils and that you don't want in your food. Yeah. And by well, the way, after after you cut your veggies, you're probably going to shit weird for about three days. And so, uh, <laughs> why does my tummy hurt? Epay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, and all the people who don't woodwork are going. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> But. That's right. Tell them, tell them that you can do uh, end grain metal. Just repeat what we said so you sound smart later. I'll make That's it out of diamond plate. That's right. Might be a bit rough on your hankle knives, but I think you'll be okay. Cold rolled end grain. Yeah. <laughs> Cold rolled end grain. That's fantastic. Yeah, make it out of bar stock. <laughs> just- yes, exactly. Exactly. Right, we threw some I beams in there just for the looks. Oh. Yeah, the I the beam workbench, dude. I'm excited about this. I can't. It might be a giant piece of garbage, but I think it might. I'm gonna be on to something here. I'm so, excited. I want to see it. I mean, get it's to gonna it. be five years before I get around to building it, but when I do, I, it's gonna be fantastic. No, I I expect a working model by the time we do the next podcast. Jesus, you're so. Uh, it's too Pushy. much. He's kind of an asshole. You're almost like a business. Kind owner. of an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> This is what you I, have. I, I am almost the guy's a got like owner. nine property. He's got like nine buildings on his property. He just, you know, he re, he expects results. No, I oh. I expect you to. Ooh. I expect Ooh. you to find me. Speaking of 
cool properties. We just um, uh, just got uh, some people down clearing the lower level of the property, and I actually had a chance to go down and start digging around a little bit. Holy cow, is that cool down there? Oh, I, I, <laughs> okay, I, I, okay, do tell. Yeah. No, no, it's it's. So there's like this giant bamboo forest and i get I, every time i post anything about bamboo people are like that's gonna overrun everything i'm like no i won't i have a machete so <laughs> you know but um, i want to see you out there with a machete i don't know that i'd be more turned on yeah well it's already happened but actually uh, so so clearing a half acre of bamboo i can tell you that the pinchers of power do the best thing so you, you get don't burn you, it the, the the pinchers of power, which we call the, you know, the, the, the limb cutters. They're the oh, cool. small, small a, hooked. I have a heavy you know. bill. I have a bill hook machete that I keep razor sharp that slices through those things like butter. Of course cutting, you do. I was cutting, um, I don't know, four or five inch round ones, the big ones, but then just like right through. I'm like, huh. there's a sharp point too. So if anybody comes in here at night, tries to rob you, they're going to fall on it and die. Dude, I'm I'm telling you, if you put on Craigslist, hey, I have bamboo, like it'll be gone the next morning. No, I don't want it gone. That's just it. Um, I want to clear it out back there. Now, the, as you go down, there's a there's a stairway that goes down to the lower property, and you go down there. There's a little creek. There's two bridges, stone bridges that they made um, over the creek. They're gorgeous. It is, you know, I don't know how long, twenty years of disrepair. <laughs> And so we're getting all that cleaned up, power washing everything, cleaning it all up. We're going to have a heck of a gorgeous little chunk of property down there. So I'm looking forward to that. And I think we're going to end up putting a tiny, like a tiny home down there, but it's going to be, you know, 15 feet in the air up in the out back in the bamboo forest, maybe a tree fort kind of thing. And um, I just got the okay to build a bridge from the upper art of the upper part of the property all the way out to that so i mean this is gonna be like i don't know 120 foot long you know more like a deck but it'll be a bridge that walks across all of it and i'm, I'm pretty Sweet. excited about that so by the way if you're gonna build a tiny home there's these things called arch buildings i don't know if you're familiar with them or seen them but um yep. yeah we've actually looked at those my, my uh, me and my old man have talked about possibly putting a bunch of them together to make a weird pro- you can get them practically any size but they're made stainless steel roofs and all this stuff and it's basically just an arch shell and they're cheap as balls, and you can build the inside of them out. And, I mean, they're guaranteed forever because, you know, steel. So, um, but you, they come and deliver this thing. They put it up, and you have this, you know, essentially a big arch that you can build whatever you want on the inside of. And yeah, they look fantastic. like airplane hangers, kind of. Yeah, but they're they're not quite as industrial looking. They look a little bit more, I mean, I don't know. They look more residential than commercial. Um, You're talking about the ones that are that kind of have ribs to them? That, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Those are fantastic. And then you can build the interior of them. I actually thought about buying a piece of property and putting three of them together, like making two of them bedrooms and then one of them a living room um, and, and having them have uh, external, like they're not actually connected. You have to walk outside to get to each. Um, I thought that'd be pretty cool for like a campsite type deal, you know, like a that rental property. Cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, that sounds cool put a giant gazebo between the three of them. I thought I'd be like, wow, that'd be awesome. And it wouldn't cost them because they're cheap. I mean, they're super cheap, especially for, you know, for what it would cost to frame a building, um, you know, and they're made of metal. So, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of ideas been tossed around. We also have the, this, the property is like three steps. There's a higher portion. It steps down that where the house and shops are on. Then it steps down again. 
up on the higher property. Um, I'm renting this um, or leasing, I guess is probably the better way to say that uh, this property. But we've talked to the landlord about putting like a hobbit hut up in the top. Oh then, yes, you know, like completely like total hobbiton type of building, which really fits into the genre of the type of furniture I love. Round door. Yeah, round door, you round walls, do round door. Um, skylight, you name it. I thought I was looking at some, um, I was actually looking at some images of uh, Bilbo Baggins' place and wondering how hard it would be to um, kind of duplicate that in a sense. Oh, not hard at all. So only. No, little, you got this. A little taller. Um, and then, you know, so I mean, there's Hell, some I'm, potential. I might make a trip cool down projects. to see you to help build with that. So, yeah, there's some, there's some good potential for some know, pretty, pretty cool projects. You're not 14 hours away anymore. No, I'm like a two hours from you, hour and yeah, 40 right minutes, something like that. Hey, uh, so Mike, are you coming to the maker meetup? Can't. <laughs> <laughs> Can't. Um, you seem so close, but yet so far away. Far away. <laughs> Sounds like a song, baby. <laughs> I have I have reasons for not being able to make it that I that, that I will not disclose here. But uh, yeah, not 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 be able to make it to the. Uh, I am a little bit disappointed in. in not being it's okay. We're going to, um, I think in October, I think in October, we're going to do something special. Um, and I will, it's just the three of us. You know, you guys don't even know about it yet. So, hmm. oh, well, Toga? I'll know, I'll know more in two or three weeks. Did you say yoga? Toga. No, <laughs> we're not toga. doing yoga. <laughs> no, I don't feel like replacing any hip joints. Eh, that's true. I'll have to check with the HR department here at uh, Maybe Podcast and see if we have uh, the proper medical. But, uh, we definitely do not I, have I, the proper I, medical. I do, not, <laughs> I do not think that we have the proper medical for uh, hip joints, by the way. That's awesome. <laughs> I, th- I think we can get you. We'll, we'll put a GoFundMe up. Hmm. Actually, GoFundMe. I, don't, I need some. I, I would like some extra money just for no reason. For no reason. <laughs> Mike I don't, doesn't need, I don't a need anything. He just got a lawnmower. So. Yeah, I have a real mower. By the way, did I tell the story about the real mower? No, it's you said no, it's you not a riding, touch. and I you said it's not a riding lawnmower. So for those of you that a real mower, for those of you that don't know what a real mower is, it's the one with the spinning blades in the front of it that doesn't use a motor. You you're basically the motor. Yeah, I, I made one of those out of a drill. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> because why wouldn't no, you? I did a video. There's a YouTube video up on there somewhere. I'm going to look for that when we get off uh, this podcast. But so, so here's, let me tell you my quick story. Um, I mean, we're already an hour and 10 minutes in, but so, um, I know, right. It feels like longer, but especially if you're listening, but so I bought the real mower. I've wanted one of these for <laughs> forever. Right. Just, I don't know why just, it, it, it seems like it would be easier even though, you know, there's no motor and stuff. And, and the thing only weighs like 25 pounds. So pushing it around is kind of a delight um the problem is is that with these things if you let if the grass gets a little bit long it's really hard to cut it down so my front yes. yard is in the sun all day long um so it doesn't grow quite as quite as much as the backyard which is kind of ridiculous because you know you wouldn't think there'd be that big of a disparity you know going across one yard to the next but so the front yard i cut up with this thing in no time at all and it was fantastic the backyard um not so much so when I went out to buy this thing, my wife was like, you're ridiculous for buying this thing. It's not going to work. You're going to be pissed. You know, just you're wasting time and money. You're owning this real mower. And I was like, yeah, but you know, I'm like, at some point I got to stop 
like apologizing for the things I want to spend, right? Like I got to be old enough to just be able to make decisions and say, I'm going to spend a hundred dollars on a stupid thing and not feel bad about it. And so I go out there and I'm cutting the front grass and I'm like, wow, this is, this is awesome. Like it's, it cuts the grass. It's, you know, there's no, no real problems. This is, I get to the backyard where the, like, it's basically just weeds holding hands because we've had nothing but rain for like three weeks now. Um, and it Did cuts you say where, weeds holding hands. Yeah, basically. And it, it, it cuts, fantastic. it cuts like shit. I mean, this thing is, so the, the weed eater, you know, I'm, I'm out there doing the weed eater, getting the edging and all that. And then I start cutting with the real mower and I'm just grinding through this backyard and it is misery in every way you can think of. So, and, and I refuse to give up. Right. So my wife leaves, she takes my daughter somewhere for a thing that they're going to do. And as soon as she leaves, I fire up the gas powered lawnmower with the, with the bagger and I cut the backyard with that. And she comes up and she goes, wow, that thing did a real good job. And I was like, yeah, sure did. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have a real mower, um, uh, works really good if, you, if you're able to cut the grass all the time. Uh, but if it gets a little bit out of control, it's not going to work. And uh, it's really hard to tell your wife you're wrong. So, uh, you know, you're, you're better off waiting for her to leave and then hitting it with a gas powered one and then telling her the real mower did a great job. That's basically the, the moral of the story. So I like that. I like that. There's, there's a reason why people left those behind. They're, uh, they're a giant it, pain in the ass. It, it, the, the front yard, it, it weighs almost nothing. It cuts like butter. And I mean, I didn't have any problems with it at all. It's just... So I'm gonna on the backyard, and part of the problem is we haven't been able to cut the grass forever because you know it's just I mean it's been nonstop raining here forever. So, um, and you know, the weeds have just gotten kind of out of control. So, but if I can maintain it, I think I can use this real mower, and it'll it'll actually be a lot better because it probably weighs a third of what the regular mower weighs, and it doesn't oh, yeah. make a lot oh, of yeah. noise. And it's I mean it 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 really is fantastic to use it's just you know it sucks if you if things have gotten out of control then they're out of control and you gotta you gotta deal with that with you know gas powered fury is gonna be the only way so So having having used those in my past i will tell you that they have two achilles heels one is trying to get them ungummed from the massive amount of lubrication you have to keep on them Mm -hmm. because you know it's all physical gears and things but they get clippings and stuff in them and so then it creates a lot of resistance the second thing is the blades constantly need to be sharpened and then you have to adjust them to where they because you know they have as they twist they hit a bar so that you slice something cleanly like a scissors Mm -hmm. um and between those two things you'll spend two hours of cleaning and adjusting everything use it for half an hour and then put it up and god forbid you leave it out in the rain it gets rusty so i i will tell you they they are fantastic when they work and they use them on professional golf cars uh, courses for finish uh because there's nothing that cuts better it is like clipping each individual blade of grass with a pair of hand scissors it's that good oh yeah but they they are a nightmare to to continue to use um over time just power well, with a drill and, and what i found is that if i hit a stick in my backyard and i'm probably gonna have a bruise on my abdomen at some point because that thing came to a immediate reaching halt like i hit yep. a wall with it i was like oh shit i wasn't ready for this <laughs> 
there are at least three people that need to message Mike and show him your scars from those machines. No, please don't do that. I, I get enough weird please. stuff in my inbox. Take off your shirts for Mike. Well, why would you have them on? <laughs> <laughs> but ladies well, uh, and gentlemen. <laughs> well, I think we've rambled on for enough tonight, don't you? Or is I don't even know what missed? time it is. No, I think we covered it all. What did it's, we say? It's like almost eleven and we're an hour and fifteen minutes into the show. Hey. Well, fantastic. Nice. Hey, and I know you guys won't care because you're probably not of this, but I did find out this week, as a lot of people did, that Patrick Stewart is going to be back as Captain Jean-Luc Picard on the Star Trek series that's coming out. Oh, which thank is fantastic. Yes. So, mm. so I'm gonna go, which is big I'm gonna go new underwear. This this new latest one that just came out, I got a glimpse glimpse of it on um, I don't know Netflix CBS or, or Netflix um, something or um, uh, Prime. Right. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. Oh, don't do that to the best show that ever lived. Anyway, Patrick Stewart rocks, which is awesome. He's just a super nice guy, I think. Because he was like old when I was young. Well, the funny part with that guy, if you ever get a chance to listen to like a podcast he's been on, he's actually, he's incredibly entertaining, but he's got a lot of really cool stories and and he's just, uh, the way he thinks is very interesting. So, you know, he didn't get that role. You know, back in the what was it, early nineties? He didn't want out. it. I he didn't want it because he was a, he's he's a you know he's an accomplished theater actor, mm-hmm. and and yeah, his, he's spent a lifetime of, into it, right? Of of like artistic pursuits, and somebody's like, "Hey, you want to dress up and fly a starship?" And he's like, "No, no, I don't. <laughs> no, that sounds horrible." Yeah, his agent made him do it. Yeah, and but the rest um, of us have benefited. Yeah, but he's he seems like just like he just seems like a very awesome like that would be a guy that you'd like have a beer with and he would be like just one of those cool guys to talk to. I don't see him pushing a real mower. I'll be honest. I don't see I I don't see anybody pushing a real mower that has any any chance of wanting to live. Oh, the past they just the, hate themselves. The, it's the fantastic. Cor- the coronary that's it's gonna happen. Self loathing or something going on. Yes. No, it's fantastic. I actually I actually I got it because I wanted to get my cardio up. And uh, it turns out that <laughs> Ooh, it, <I've... laughs> it, it turns out it's actually not more work to use. And so I, I my my whole purpose for doing it was uh, pretty stupid to begin with. I have no well, idea why, but when you started talking about cardio, it reminded me about a um, uh, a corporate retreat we're doing on Tuesday. Butt stuff? No, I'm just trying to oh, figure out. I'm right that gets now, the cardio I'm, up, by the way. Trying to figure out why my brain made that connection. My brain does weird. Why do you have a corporate retreat? here they're coming here um um they're gonna come here and we're gonna build adirondack chairs i'm gonna say oh that's that's freaking awesome thing i'm we're gonna start doing is once a month we're gonna do a have a a corporate retreat here and then uh every quarter we're gonna start doing um through tool masters and um we're gonna every quarter we're gonna have a class our first one is gonna be the business of woodworking and we're gonna have some experts come in nice we're gonna build some projects that sell so we got to yeah, do one for the for us. We got to have the maybe podcast one where we come down and just build something ridiculous. How about a um, how about like a, a drill powered um, uh, Ferris wheel? <laughs> so, no, I think like like a thirty foot picnic table with a butcher block top. A thirty foot yeah, picnic table with a butcher block top <laughs> that you can. No, no, no. It, here's the hey, deal. It's wherever you walk. build with, it is with where cantilever it's legs. It's got to walk. <laughs> it, it has to have legs so it can walk around. Yes. 
or or better yet, it, we could put pontoons on it and then a motor and just you know, like in the lake. I'm thinking. No, I'm thinking. Here's what we do. We do a we do a picnic table with a butcher block top with strong beast legs on it. Like, <laughs> hey, I got your strong beast legs. No, yeah, problem. I I think we need that in our lives. That would be fantastic. I need to make a device that we can traverse the 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 pond I have, so that I can get my backhoe onto the pond to dig it out. Izzy, come up with that one. Okay. All right. He's Be- on it. Because because wheels don't work in eight inches or twelve inches of mud. So hell, it could be three feet of mud. I don't know. Mm. How but, how big is how much how much is your um is that a box is that is that your um your Kubota? Yeah, the the Kubota. So what's it weigh? About three about three tons, six thousand pounds? Uh just shy. I think it's fifty five with a backhoe on it. Yeah, we could do that with um we can just make a, you know the, the, some sort of rolling barrels or something. Uh, you know, uh they call them screw drive. Um Oh a- yeah. Auger drive. We could do that with auger drive. That would work. That would be insane. Could we do yes. six tons with an auger drive? We'd have to do we'd have to do two of them, one on each side, but yeah, we could definitely do it. And would they have to be buoyant? Yeah, well, yeah, we'll make them out of steel drums. Hell yeah, I've got a welder. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Come on, bring it up. I want to see oh. this all of a sudden. This, <laughs> this would be the this coolest. Thing. This would be the coolest. Yeah, auger drive. I've seen a couple of people where they've taken lawnmowers and they've done auger drive on them. It's insanely uh, inefficient on dry land, but once you hit mud and material that's semi-movable, sand and stuff like that, it's amazing. It, yeah. It's amazing. But it's, yeah. it's basically taking a, a screw, Ooh, and you're be, basically, you know, that'd be a and, great, and a, a great using way it to, to move. show off um, hydraulics. Give a give a education on um, hydraulics and how they work, and how you can take a very small motor and get lots of power out of it using hydraulics. I I happen to have a hydraulic pump on it. Because of course you do. Because why not? <laughs> of course. Actually, I have several hydraulic pumps on it, but I have a free one. A free one is always good. <laughs> yes. So. Yes. Yeah. No, that would work. We could definitely make that work. Auger drive dredging unit. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be awesome? It would be awesome. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's do it. Okay. All right, so it's getting kind of late, and we're coming up with crazy ideas. <laughs> I actually don't want to cut it off. I'm interested to see you guys. <laughs> hey, guys, I think we should build a a quantum machine that is right. <laughs> some, some crazy bullshit. But, uh... I want to make particles feel pain. <laughs> Jesus. let's do it let's do it uh well hey listen um folks thanks for listening you're uh you're welcome and we're sorry at the same time uh questions comments as i've always said uh follow us we are in the we like to make stuff group on facebook if you're not joined join um because you're missing out on really nothing but uh it's fun to be in um so uh if you haven't joined that group submit your information in we'll probably let you in i decline about one out of five just because um but joel decline, joel approves everybody so it just depends on who's paying attention but uh That's jump true. into the group um you can follow us we're at maybe pad at maybe podcast on facebook instagram uh, and twitter facebook is where we put any updates um show notes things that are going on so if you're not following us on there follow us on there and uh, if you haven't left a five-star review on um the itunes which based on the itunes reviews a bunch of you have but more of you could be better um isn't that weird it's really weird i think apple users are just very happy and people have nice things to say about us i haven't checked the google play store because you know i'm an apple guy because 
Yeah, right. I'm an adult. Um, and so, uh, and I, if there's a Windows store, I feel bad for you already. So uh, don't leave us interviews there because no one watches anyway. It's like shouting into the into the rain in the in the dark woods. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely uh, check us. You know, uh, check us out in all those places. Subscribe to anything that you can, and uh, make sure that we are uh, all tied in together so that uh, we can communicate to you if you need us. But uh, that's pretty much it. Thank you so much to everybody for paying attention for whatever period of time this was. And uh, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Have a great night. Good night, yes, all. Yes. <laughs>